everyone, it's Chelsea Butler with KBB, and on today's From the Tap podcast, I'm speaking to Liza Hausman, Vice President of Industry Marketing at House, about what homeowners want from the industry professionals they hire. Welcome, Liza, and thank you for joining me. Thanks so much for having me, Chelsea. So I know House recently conducted some research on this topic that also includes the most important deciding factors when hiring a pro and how industry professionals can adapt and promote their services to meet these needs. So with that said, can you tell me a little bit about that research? Absolutely. So first, let me give you a little context for why we wanted to do the research. Um, you know, the, the mission of House from day one has always been to um, improve the design and renovation experience for both homeowners and professionals uh, and really improve the process. So we're sort of at this unique intersection of both pros and homeowners. Um, and so we have this ability to you know, do research uh, on both sides and, and be able to provide better insights to pros. Um, you know, we, we do a fair amount of research. A lot of folks are familiar, I'm sure you are, with the kitchen and bath trends research that we do. We do a barometer. Uh, that tracks you know, residential renovation market expectations among pros. Um, and really the goal is to empower our pros. And, and it's the same reason that you know, uh, a few years ago, we decided to provide um, project so uh, management software to our pro community, right? It's, it's all in pursuit of that mission to make the process better for everybody involved uh, and, and a lot less painful. Um, so we conducted a survey for this, this particular research. Uh, the goal really was you know, not just looking at one part of the process, but really end to end, you know, what, what do homeowners go through? Uh, what does that process look like and feel like for them? Um, and, and where, you know, what choices are they making and, and where could it be improved? So we surveyed 900 homeowners on house who were planning in the middle of, or who had completed a renovation within the past two years. Um, and we found that they really care about some surprising things. Uh, and still, you know, despite best efforts, are often disappointed or frustrated with um, several aspects of finding and then working with the pros that they hire. Okay, so curious, what are some of those surprising things that homeowners care about during their renovations? Yeah, um, I think, you know, let's start with um, when they're thinking about hiring a pro. Um, one of the things that we found is that, you know, uh, and it probably won't be surprising to folks out there who are used to doing a lot of research and, and shopping online. Online credibility really is a significant factor in homeowners hiring decisions. Um, so we, we found that, you know, homeowners said that not only does a, a pro's online presence, um, but their ability to offer like remote collaboration tools and, and being able to work online. So kind of the online piece, I think, was, was an interesting finding. And then another one that was super surprising was that even among homeowners who get a word of mouth referral. So even homeowners who found their pro from a friend or a family member or somebody who recommended that pro uh, directly, more than half, 62%, said they do additional online research um, before deciding to reach out to that pro. So it's not enough just to get the word of mouth referral. They're still going to do uh, a little bit of digging online um, and a little bit of research uh, before they decide that it's, it makes sense. Um, so that's that's a couple of the, the surprising findings. Yeah, I mean, I guess with the whole virtual um, aspect of things, I know that that became very popular during the pandemic in terms of being able to see and meet with clients and things like that. But I feel like that's going to be something pandemic or not that is going to be popular for clients to be able to use. 
I agree, right? It, it's such a, a huge convenience factor, especially for, for busy clients, busy pros. Sometimes you need to have that conversation, um, have a bit of a face-to-face, but not necessarily do it in person. Yeah. So what are the most important factors to consumers when deciding on hiring a pro? Sure. Um, well, in addition to those referrals uh, from friends and family, um, the ability to view examples of projects with a similar scope and style uh, were also important. So, you know, having those photos of finished projects that show the type of projects that you do, um, and also the ability to, to view online reviews. So that was, those were two, two other big factors. Um, the other thing that we found that, that these homeowners really value are um, communication, um, responsiveness, uh, and clarity. So, you know, even during that kind of initial uh, contact phase or initial discussion phase, homeowners are looking at communication and organization skills, whether pricing is easy to understand, how fast uh, they got um, a proposal or an estimate. Um, those were other things that went into uh, their decision making, and you can kind of think of it as as part of that first impression, you know, that that you make when you when you meet someone or you start to work with somebody. Um, if you think about those initial interactions as the honeymoon period, right? This is the best it's going to get uh, on the project, and this is everybody putting their best foot forward. You know, homeowners are looking that at that uh, time and saying, "All right, this is going to be." representative of what it's probably going to be like to work with this professional going forward. So they're evaluating all of those, um, all of those interactions. So when you mentioned the online reviews are something that's really important for um, consumers, potential clients, things like that. What about a designer who's brand new, like just doesn't have all of those reviews for someone to research? Yep. I think you just have to be upfront about it, right? If, if you're brand new, you're probably selling somebody on, you know, maybe your scrappiness or the amount of te- attention you're going to be able to pay to their project. And, you know, I, I think in those cases, you know, somebody who's brand new to the industry is going to sell themselves uh, on other things so that they can work their way up to getting that first review. Um, but I think, you know, being transparent about that, uh, if, you, if you're that new to the industry is important. Okay. And then my other question was, um, you know, the importance of being able to see projects with the same kind of style that the homeowners are looking for. Um, I know that there are a lot of designers out there when I see their project photo of theirs, I know exactly who it belongs to. Um, But then I know that, that that may be kind of putting them into a box a little bit too. Um, how do you suggest that uh, designers, you know, do you suggest that they show all different kinds of work or the work that they're most proud of? Like, how do they get that variety up there so that a potential client will be able to, to see what they're looking for? Yeah, that, that's an excellent question. Part of it depends on their own goals and where they are in their career. So, um, of course, you're right. You know, a good designer can, can design in any style and, and, and that isn't determinant. Um, however, uh, you know, what we often hear is that, you know, some designers really do have a style that they enjoy doing. Um, and so, you know, if they're far enough along in their career, they're going to post the types of projects that they want more of because that's going to attract people. If you're very earlier in your career, you know, what I hear most designers do is they'll do 
a small project, a room for a friend or a family member, uh, and maybe do things in a, in a few different styles, even if they photograph one room, uh, so that they can uh, get that photo, you know, those photographs up uh, and show that they're capable of doing a variety of styles. And again, build up to, you know, the portfolio that is, you know, at a point where they can really focus on building their brand in a certain way and, and what they want. So you mentioned communication as well, um, that that's definitely valuable to, um, to homeowners today. And I'm assuming even more so with all of the supply chain issues and the different things that are going on with our industry right now. How would you say um, designers have been able to kind of Im improve that communication with their clients during this difficult time? That's a great question. Um, it's probably a good segue into, into um, some of the research that we, we did on this topic in particular. So, you know, the first part of the study looked at um, hiring pros, right, and how do you make the decision? Um, but then one of the interesting things we did is we asked homeowners, what is the one thing that have, would have most improved? And, and this was, of course, of folks who were in the middle of or had completed a project, but what's the one thing that would have most improved your uh, design or renovation experience? Um, and it was absolutely fascinating. We got you know, verbatims back from people about, about what it was, and they, they fell into a number of buckets, and communication was absolutely one of them. Um, so uh, you know, better communication regarding delays being able to see a, a timeline, you know, knowing, knowing start dates would be delayed because of permitting issues. Um, so lots of things around scheduling uh, and, and improved communication. And, and what we saw that you know, designers who were successful with this during the pandemic did a number of things. You know, one, they certainly embraced things like Zoom and online meetings and, uh, and making that easier. Um, and then they also, you know, used some sort of uh, software uh, that would enable them to actually, right, capture all of their communications with homeowners so they had everything in one source of truth or be able to publish a, a Gantt chart or calendar and give the client a good, you know, get them comfortable with what the timing for the project is. So, you know, a lot of it is really about proactive communication uh, and, and not, you know, not putting it on the homeowner to have to follow up and ask, but really being, um, proactive about it, uh, even, you know, having a task list with due dates uh, when clients are responsible for making choices and following up on that. So are you hearing from designers that clients are uh, becoming a little bit more relaxed or um, educated on what some of these challenges are that are that are going on right now? No, no. In <laughs> fact, I had lunch yesterday with a designer and um, it was so nice to be in person, I have to say. But um, uh, it was really interesting that um, I think her feeling about it was that like intellectually people understand that there are these supply chain delays but they're personally frustrated and they're personally, you know, stressed out after the last couple of years. And so, you know, designers continue to be uh, that therapist uh, or that outlet when they are expressing their frustration um, about, you know, the unexpected delays or things that are supposed to come in 12 weeks and then it's delayed another 12 weeks. And so it's it's still very hard. Like nobody's easygoing about it. Again, even if they intellectually understand, I, I think it's still a challenge. Um, so setting those expectations up front, certainly getting them into your terms and conditions on proposals and contracts are super important. Um, and, and being, you know, having that proactive communication so that 
again, you know, you're setting these expectations and pushing this information out and, and they're not surprised because they follow up and you say, oh no, it's another 12 weeks, didn't I tell you? Um, all of those things uh, do help. Yeah, definitely. I have a good friend who is nearing uh, two bathroom renovations in his home and he's been coming to me, you know, to show me his selections. He has hired a designer um, and I have just reinforced over and over again before anything starts with your projects make sure you have all your selections chosen and ordered and all of that good stuff so that you do not have like no use of your bathroom for more time than you actually thought so he's lucky he's got a couple of bathrooms in there so one at a time but yeah I was just saying you need to have make sure that you have all that stuff ordered first so I know that's a big thing yeah, and you know, understanding client priorities. So I'm actually renovating my daughter's bathroom right now, and you know, I told my designer, like, show me what's in stock. Like, sh show me what we're not going to wait for because I don't want to, you know, have 90% of it ordered and be waiting 12 weeks on one thing. So, you know, the, the orders are in, but it's the same thing. It's kind of understanding, you know, is your priority waiting for that special thing, and it's you know, your master bathroom and the thing you've always been waiting for, or is this? A kid's bathroom and you can be a little bit more pragmatic about it. Yeah. So outside of, you know, improving communication, providing the online reviews, what are some of the other things industry professionals are doing to adapt uh, potential client needs? Sure. Um, you know, I think the other thing that we heard um, from homeowners is that, um, you know, they, they continue and it's one of the reasons, right, house came into being in the first place. It's hard for homeowners to visualize that end result, the way that a designer can do it, can look at a 2D plan and, you know, have a great idea of what it's going to be. Um, so folks said, hey, you know, give me a, a, a CAD drawing instead of a hand-drawn drawing or, um, you know, I wish there was a tool to create a visual of the, the finished, uh, finished product, um, you know, some way to visualize it some way, you know, I would like to feel more confident about the process and, and outcome. So um, one of the things that we've been seeing designers embrace, uh, for example, is our a 3D floor plan tool, you know, where they can quickly create uh, in an easy way and, and help, help those clients see, okay, here's what my renovated kitchen or bathroom is going to look like, for example. Um, you know, homeowners, again, can't visualize the 2D and 3D. So being able to quickly and inexpensively be able to show them, okay, here's why we're, we want to move this wall, or here's why we want to do some of the upgrades they're recommending or give you more space, you know, in this area. It's not only a great tool for getting clients more confident and comfortable, but getting them, them to pull the trigger on a project in the first place or to sell in, you know, some upsell or upgrade that you want, uh, that, you, that you're recommending to help them really understand the value that they're going to get from it. That makes sense. So I think part of the research was also um, finding out what some of the questions are that homeowners will ask when they first meet a design pro. Can you go into some detail on that? Well, the way that um, that wasn't a directly part of the research, um, what we what we typically say to pros is that, you know, you know, when you have a first meeting with a, with a potential client, the questions that they have. So don't wait for the first meeting. Answer those questions on your website, on your house profile, right? Whenever you're, you have the opportunity to engage with somebody online when they're doing that research, when you're not yet talking to them, you know, try to be proactive and answer those types of questions. So if you know you always get questions about 
what's client service going to be like, or, you know, how, how do you stay on budget? You know, being able to put that information, whether it's in your business description or an FAQ or in a, our philosophy section uh, is a great way to not only build your brand, but to, you know, increase the chance that someone's actually going to reach out. Okay. So then what are some of the things homeowners are reporting as challenging during their projects? Yep. So, um, I think uh, probably no surprise, having more financial visibility is definitely one that homeowners said, you know, having a better visibility would have most improved their project. So um, we had one person say, I would have liked the designer to go through the recommended materials list line by line to explain everything in the quote and to confirm the finishes, um, you know, getting all the details written out, uh, you know, clear, clear estimates and proposals. So you know, it, it's obviously a, a big investment for people and they get very uncomfortable and, and often are uncomfortable talking about uh, finances. So um, definitely, you know, as, as the industry moves more and more digital, being able to provide, you know, digital proposals, having them available in a dashboard, being able to have the details there. And, and the, the nice thing about having them uh, online is that homeowners can then refer to them throughout the process. And so they don't necessarily have to text and email you at all hours saying, what was that decision we made? What was that thing I chose? What do I still owe you? Because it's all uh, there in a self-serve way for them to, to tap into. Um, but that's that's definitely still, uh, still an, a, a pain point for homeowners. Um, other things that they've said, you know, more financial transparency. Um, I need a more realistic and complete budget. The, the finances are stressful. Um, uh, and just easier to see budget and time frame as they change. So again, being able to be proactive and, and making this easy and accessible uh, is a real confidence builder for homeowners. So is it challenging for designers to provide that in-depth information on the budget and on all the selections and everything? Like, why is that an issue? Um, I think that it's an issue because, you know, homeowners are... Uh, it, it doesn't mean that you have to be 100% transparent, right? It's not that they're asking to understand everything about markups and what's the margin that you're making on every product or what your what your financial model is. Um, but I think it's just about uh, having easy access to have it in a in a written form. So you know, it's it's one of the reasons um, uh, why we've been you know really supporting designers with digital proposals. Uh, with the ability to take retainers up front, right? All, all of it is really about how do you set those expectations? So for example, um, with HousePro, you can send uh, a proposal and it can include uh, the payment schedule and a request for a retainer up front so that there aren't any surprises. It's like, look, you know, this is the requirement. We're going to take this money up front. And we often find that designers say they're very uncomfortable talking about money. So being able to put this in a digital format where it's kind of laid out in a professional way, it makes them, it feels like it takes the pressure off of them for having to have an awkward conversation. It's like, look, it's been laid out professionally. Homeowners react better to when it's laid out in a professional manner than just, I got a note, did I pay? You know, Being able to follow up in a more structured way uh, and having this laid out um, actually makes it easier on both sides and, and um, fewer awkward conversations. All right. So my last question is kind of just delving into the future um, in terms of everything we have talked about. Um, what do you see coming for the next year in terms of client professional relationships or just the industry in general? 
Um, it's a really great question. Uh, you know, I think we're just going to see um, more folks uh, expecting to be able to use technology as, as part of their uh, as part of their projects. It's what's going to support more of that uh, virtual interaction. Um, and I think you know the tools that are available kind of across all of these fronts are only going to get better and easier to use. Uh, and you're going to see more and more designers adopt them and, and move off of pen and paper or you know tools that they're kind of using in a makeshift way uh, to try to solve a problem. And, and um, I think there's going to be a greater understanding in the industry that you know professionalism, uh, especially for new designers, right? I mean, the, the biggest challenge is you said, oh, I don't have reviews or I don't have photos. So what can I do to look as professional as possible uh, when I'm trying to sell in this project? Um, and being able to use uh, a tool that allows you to put together a proposal that looks very professional, right? With your logo and brand or being able to send an online invoice or enabling your, pay, your clients to pay online. All of these things are signals just like reviews. Uh, and, and finished projects that say, you can trust me, I know what I'm doing, uh, I'm a professional in this industry, right? And, and it's in all of our best interest that the, you know, that homeowners have a good experience and that they look at the industry as, yes, this is a really, you know, buttoned up professional group of people. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing this awesome information for our industry pros and the good outlook for, you know, the year to come. And we hope to see you at KVIS in a couple of months. Yes, you will definitely see me there. I hope to see everyone there. And uh, just a reminder, house.com forward slash research is where you can find any of our studies uh, going forward.